What's up, everybody? Took a little break, but you know, we back at it again with the chop up. And on this episode, we start with the political chop and ask the question, is Trump under investigation? If so, does this mean impeachment? And what should the next move be for the American people if he is? Then we jump over to the excellence chop and shout out the Golden State Warriors for what they didn't do in regards to the 2017 NBA championship. And we share the story of one black woman who put some bread on her head and walked straight into a modeling contract. We close it out with the entertainment chop and share some summer movies we can't wait for this summer 17 and that we think you should be looking for too. Don't miss out on the new format of the Chop Up. The Chop Up is now chopped up. So you can catch all of these segments in individual pieces on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google us. You know what it is. It's the Chop Up. Don't miss out on music from Jay and DJV. You know what's going to be hot. Some new music you can listen to this summer. And you know the show is going to be banging. So stay tuned. You know what's next. It's the Chop Up. This is the Chop Up. This is the Chop Up. people this is the chop up and you already know it's me cam g the coolest and i'm chilling with my sister toya g what's good toya g what's going on kg it's real good to be back on this thing right now. yeah we've been missing for a little bit but it's for good reason we got some good stuff coming through but i'm just glad to be back here with you absolutely you know life has been happening a little bit of uh the fall i'm sorry the spring for me starts to get crazy with a lot of gray and a lot of moving stuff around. I'm about to get on the go right, right. Uh, for this whole, you know, debate camp shuffle what I, is what I call it. Mm-hmm. But, hey, it's, it's all good. I'm just happy to be back. The summer's about to kick off. The chop up is back. So call a neighbor, call a friend, tell everybody you know we back in this thing. We talking about that realness, bringing you all the chops, all the conversations, all the buzz that's happening right now, and to put a little bit of us on it uh, so that you can know how it feels and what it looks like, what it sounds like when we chop it up. You feel hey, me? it's lit. You already know it's it. It's lit. And we got a birthday yeah. coming up. Who? Happy birthday to Toya G, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> My birthday is on Father's Day. So as you, you know, dap up your daddy and pass out your ties and your golf accessories and your little cards and y'all grill food or whatever, think about your girl. Uh, definitely getting old out here in these streets. I am turning the beautiful age of 28. 20 greats. Catching up to Camp G. He's the elder states person on this podcast. I don't ever forget chill, that. Chill. You the old head. But you know we out here. Twenty eight looks good on me, so I'm I'm excited. Right on. You already know it. What we talking about today, good old Cam G? Let's talk about. We about it. to run down some political chop real quick. All right, what you got? Well, actually, no. Actually, it's me that got the business this week in the political chop. We actually have a lot of to nobody surprise chop business to got. Uh, I'm sorry, Trump business to get into and chop it up about. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's largely because Donald Trump can't seem to keep himself out of the news and out of the spotlight for more than um, a half a day or so. So, in that world, a bombshell has hit society, has hit the American people, and potentially the uh, global community, as Donald Trump himself has sent out a a tweet um, that... He is under investigation. So he announced today, uh, which is June 16th, a little bit earlier this morning, uh, in a tweet that says the following. I am being investigated for firing the FBI director by the man who told me to fire the FBI director. Witch hunt. End end quote. Mm. Um, The person he's referring to is, uh, was it, Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein? who is the official who both wrote the memo recommending that he go in and fire James Comey and who also approved the hiring of Rob Mueller. So um, if you don't know who these people are, uh, they are the former FBI director and the current FBI director, which, you know, is kind of shaky because he's like, you know, what the hell? You told me to get rid of this person and hire this person, and now I'm catching some fire for it. Right, right. Now... To give a little bit of more background before we get into this, apparently reports are saying that he tweeted, and, and these are people who are from his camp, his aides and stuff like that, are saying that his tweet is not necessarily saying that now he's under like actual federal investigation, only that 
the news media is investigating him for hiring and firing, which I don't know about you. That sounds like it's kind of full of full of nonsense. He under investigation at the end of the day. You know, <laughs> there is a thing called like uh, investigation, investigative journalism, which yeah. they have the freedom to do that. So, yes, the media is probably investigating you. Always investigating yeah. you. I mean, and then you, you have a special investigation that is surely about to go on. You know, there's just... Too much funny business going on behind the scenes, and it'll come to light. I'm just curious about the time frame that it'll take for all the details to come out of all the the fuck shit Trump got going on. I mean, and it's only, to me, it's only A, a matter of time, and B, just a matter of hitting the right pivots and asking the right questions, because we've been seeing this in the uh, briefings, or not the briefings, but rather the hearings Mm -hmm. that have been happening um, these last couple of weeks where we saw Comey get up there and, you know, happily get up there and snitch and tell in so many words. And I mean, I don't think he was trying to like, I, I think he was trying to walk the fine lines between what he could actually say and confirm what he absolutely cannot say with confidence and confirming and what he had to say in those private, uh, those private um, hearings mm-hmm. or whatever. But a lot of, he was, he was all too happy to be up there and be like, yo, he told me in no uncertain terms, I hope you make this go away. Like, I hope right. that X, Y, and Z doesn't happen. And I mean, he they even made the comment, I think, and we'll talk about her in a minute, but Kamala Harris points out um, in her, uh, what is it called? Her, um, when she was asking him questions. During the hearings? Um, cross-examining him, mm-hmm. right? During the hearings, it was like, if somebody says, I hope, and it, may, it might not even be her, I might be tripping, but somebody was like, if somebody insinuates, I hope, if your boss, somebody with power over you, somebody able to, to, to take and make you know, your career and kind of dictate and determine what it is, if they look at you and say, I hope something is going to be the case, how else do you interpret right. that? Besides, let me make sure, you know what I'm saying? Like, if my boss tells me right now, I will hope your students are learning how to, you know, develop and craft an argument and engage in critical thinking in a way that is meaningful and produces, you know, effective argumentation. I'm going to be like, well, let me go figure out how to yes. teach these kids how to make some arguments. Definitely, definitely. It's... Him, the whole thing with him and Comey is interesting because he he said that during Obama's term he spoke to him twice, once over the phone and once privately, and in this very short time frame, Trump has um, met with Comey like nine times mm-hmm. privately. It just shows that the difference of the administration and where the focus lies as far as you know he obviously trying to trying to cover up something. Exactly. Like, you inviting people to private dinners, and then that's what he was so surprised about. He was like, he invited me to a dinner, and I'm thinking when I get there, it's going to be this person, that person, all of these, you know, regular members of the transitioning administration and other parts of the government, and it's me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, you not saying a lot is saying, you know, a lot. I feel like. And I think any logical person can piece it together. You said what? Nah, I, my bad. I really feel like this is how he's always conducted business like in in his life this this isn't nothing new and i feel like he's 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 got this complex where he feels he's above the law because he's always acted above the law so this isn't anything new for him this is just what he's always done now he's just under the the scrutiny of the you know of the public because he has the highest office in the land so we're just seeing a reflection of his life play out in front of us as being the president like this isn't anything Mm -hmm. new it's the same guy that had a Russian gambling ring operating at his, mm-hmm. at his Trump Tower. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell me that he didn't know. It was it was happening like four floors below him. You're talking about the, the Russia mafia. And you know they deep. So, and like, you can't tell me he didn't know that was going on. Like, this is what he's always done. And we're about to really find out officially what's going on. Well, all signs um, at this particular point of all of the interactions are pointing to a, uh, what is it? Isn't he, not only him being under investigation, but obstruction of justice. Right. right? Like people are calling up uh, those particular charges to be leveraged against him just because of how he's kind of been moving around and doing his business. Mm -hmm. So if obstruction of justice does become a viable option for them to pursue, get him out of the White House, my question becomes, how do we feel about 
this impeachment option. You know, it, it seems mm-hmm. like every other day, I mean, even before he was elected, when people were nervous about his election, he was like, him being elected, they was like, he going to get impeached anyway. I hope he get impeached. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not going to stay. He's going to do something, you know, raggedy. If he's been doing all these crazy things, grabbing by the pussy, uh, my, my daughter is, you know, speaking... Uh, ridiculously about his daughter and how she looks and appears and you know saying crazy things about muslims crazy stuff just across the board people have been like yo i predict an impeachment right now he's been elected people are like he's still up to no good mm-hmm. impeachment impeachment now he's doing crazy stuff it's coming out to the light people are demanding impeachment but should we be excited about that like uh... i kind of am but the other side of the the, the ugly side of the truth is kind of necessitating that we not get 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 too big for our britches, real yeah. How do you feel? Here, here comes Mike Pence, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Conversion Camps and former governor of Indiana and just general conservative bleed red to the core. Mm-hmm. I, I believe he'll. That's a scary yeah, thought. I mean, I feel like he'll operate in a manner in which the Republican Party really will appreciate because he he won't mm-hmm. like be out here tweeting. He'll just be in these in these meeting rooms and pushing these policies that are favorable to the the grand old party like that's that's what he's about and and that typically he's gonna do it a whole lot more gracefully and i think a whole lot more seamlessly than donald trump would have ever definitely absolutely been able to do it absolutely so i and so i think that's what that's where we're heading is just as far as what what timeline are we looking at you heard anything as far as the timeline is it like i feel like investigations take forever but I mean, I do too, I don't, and I don't know. I know, I mean, this is no political pundit. This is just somebody um, who I'm friends with on Facebook, and because of the circles I'm in, knows that they have their hand kind of on the pulse mm-hmm. of politics. But he's, like, you know, predicting, like, October, November impeachment. Like, I think he was like, it's going to be a hot summer. I think a lot of things are going to shift and change. A lot of things are going to come out. And as much as it'll be you know, not necessarily death nail in the coffin mm-hmm. type things that come out against Donald Trump. I think that mixed with people's just general apathy, um, if not exhaust with a lot of his shenanigans, is going to culminate in people shifting the weight towards going ahead and getting him out of there. And, I mean, I don't know. I think there's a level of possibility. I just don't know if I want to call it a like Right, right. If that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're dealing with an obstruction of justice charge. It seems... Like it's a pretty solid case, you know. You fire yeah. someone that was directly investigating you, but it would be funny if it turns out Russia had no involvement in this election, even though many of us believe that. And then, well, no, no, no. It's already been proven. It's already been proven and undisputed. Like that's one of the things that is not up for conversation. Mm-hmm. Is that it's already been proven and supported by all branches of government, all intelligence agencies that Russia absolutely tampered in. The election, the same way the outcomes of the overall general election, the same way they temper allegedly in the outcomes of the contestations between Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton. So that's not up for debate. It is to what extent the American government and specifically candidates like Donald Trump enabled that. Mm how their campaigns kind of created relationships with Russia, quid pro quo. And if you're not familiar with that phraseology, like tit for tat is how you can look at quid pro quo. Like you do this for me, I do this for right. you. Um, and if not that, then, you know, just problematic habits that allow, you know, doors to be open for Russia to come in and dictate and determine what American uh, liberty, democracy, and political existences uh, play out to. So I think a whole lot of that, is like I, e I don't know I don't know what we finna do with this man. Hey, it's he's he's just very problematic. Just like the possibility of international conflict. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's that's one of the more scary things for me. You know, knowing people in the military and all that. Like, let's not be involved in some ridiculous conflict. You know what I'm saying. That's yeah. that's kind of one thing that's. That I've been seeing, you kind of see how world leaders are posturing themselves, you know, kind of like turning their back to Trump in particular, but you know, still wanting to work with the American people, like as far as like the the climate deal. Yeah, you, you yo. know what I'm saying. Um, I think I think was it. I think I was talking to you when I told you about the state of California and how Governor Jerry Brown reached out to like um, Paris and uh, the other countries who are involved in the Paris Agreement, and I'm just like, yo, mm-hmm. we are definitely still a part of efforts to decrease the carbon footprint 
that Americans leave here. We are the what the second largest state in the United States, mm-hmm. um, only second to the great state of Texas. Um, and so in that world, mm-hmm. they, they like we still down. Forget our cu- country. This is not a bipartisan issue. This ain't even an American issue. This is a global yeah. issue, and we definitely want to be part of it. live. Uh, Period. I think <laughs> Period. The Canadian Prime Minister. Canada's Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has similar sentiments about climate and and working with American companies that still you know that believe that you know this is a real issue. I mean, we are a lot of us agree that climate climate change is a reality for us, and yeah. and that was another uh, world leader that or someone in power that was like, yeah, you know, we know the president is on that dumb shit, but you know, American <laughs> companies we will work well, with you, you know. Yeah, we ain't no fools. We can see the reality, and we want to be a part of the solution and not the problem. Mm, so, I think the the clock is ticking. So it, it's it's gonna be an interesting summer. And uh, like, you, what do you think? October, November? What your friend was thinking? I mean, I, I won't project that just because I'm not sure, and we still have yeah. you know four years, no one sure. a whole basically a whole four years to you know for the big grandiose you know gaffe to happen and for maybe him to be you know impeached or to be brought up in these same type of conversations later for something different but i mean i don't know i think something interesting in terms of october november is that you know that's the end of this year and then by the time we look up again next year it'll be time to start putting individuals in positions to really truly start to push back against a lot of this craziness, the Russia situation, the distrust with the American people in their election process, um, and a lot of the other social issues that we can talk about, the Affordable Health Care Act, the travel ban, the uh, jobs and employment rates, like all of these things, I think, you know, people are... In a world where impeachment good... Impeachment happening or not happening could be problematic. Um, I think definitely... Even if he doesn't get impeached in, you know, the end of this year, we need to be thinking towards 2018. We need to be thinking mm-hmm. towards who we putting in positions. As you already kind of pointed out and as I pointed out with Justin Trudeau or with these businesses that you just talked about or with the governor of California, individuals are having to take some time out to piece this stuff back together again because he single-handedly, like, stripped the governmental representation and the governmental stances we had on a lot of these issues already. So individuals who are going to be elected to the Senate and to the House – um, and who are going to be taking a whole lot of these different kind of positions. We need to be paying attention to who they're trying to be. That way we can put the right people in place. Um, and I think this reflects the ballot or the bullet conversation we had back before the presidential elections, which is just like we almost can't completely wholesale afford to sit back on our hands and feet anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to put people in these conversations, put people in these positions, put people in these meetings and elect them to these positions and appoint them to these positions so that they can reflect what we need. 2018, y'all. Period, point blank. Period, point blank. And not even 2018, but beyond that, thinking toward the next presidential election, um, I'm kind of fangirling right now, you know, because <laughs> she's a bad one. But uh, Kamala Harris is really out here killing the game. She is the junior uh, state's attorney or attorney general for the state of California um, and has been cooking these white dudes. Mm-hmm. Do you hear me? Like, cooking them. In these hearings, both Sessions and um, Comey. Mm-hmm. It's not letting nothing fly and not letting none of her peers and fellow representatives out talk her, push her out the conversation or shut her down either. So in terms of 2020, like if you Google her name, it says Kamala Harris 2020. That's one of the searches right. that you could possibly look at. And it's like the third one down. So mm-hmm. people checking for her. And I am too, to be real honest. Let me find out a black woman about to run for president. If it can't be Michelle, Michelle, I'll definitely take her. Yeah, we want Michelle, yeah. but... I'm on <laughs> Well, Kamala Harris, hey, she ain't no slouch. And she <laughs> let them know she can hold yeah. her own, and we need that. I mean, over the next three years, you, I, especially living in the state, I'm a little bit more interested on keeping my hand on the pulse of what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but just in general, I, I would invite and implore people to pay attention to, um, I think, some of the past legislation and changes she made in terms of uh, criminalization, jail time, and like I think the three strike policies and stuff like that, as they have been trans out, transitioned out and phased out here, and what that starts to look like, mm-hmm. um, and also just generally rocking the boat and being a fresh breath of fresh air and representation in higher levels of our uh, judiciary systems. I mean, she's a great attorney, has a great track record, um, 
and I think it's up to some amazing things, including embarrassing white men um, on local television <laughs> um, for as long as this little hearing is going to play out. So I'm here for it all. Hey. I'm here for it all. President Harris? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 2020, baby. I'm behind it 1,000%. And I'm old enough to participate in the political process. If you really want to shake it up, forget about the rest of them, you know, uh, uh, representatives and senators and governors and people you want to put in your cabinet. Call me. Hey. Call me and I can make it work for hey. you. Call me wow. and I can make some changes for oh. you. Call me. I'm done. I'm about to quit playing. Changes. But what I am going to do. <laughs> we in and out of here with the political chop y'all know what it is make sure you stay tuned to what Trump is doing make sure you participate in 2018 make sure you participate in 2020 and at the very least make sure you keeping up on what's happening around you that way you're not caught by surprise you feel me hey I feel you we out here listen we gonna jump into some music real quick the chop up is gonna continue so please finish listening to the show make sure you're here for the rest of this joint cause it's about to go down it's your girl Toya G hey all right, y'all, this next song I'm about to play comes from a friend of mine who goes by the name of Jay, repping Emporia, Kansas. I think he even got a little bit of Oklahoma City in him and maybe some other places because Jay stays on the move, repping, doing activism, fighting for the people, and generally just trying to create change. This particular song is called Center of Saint, and I know y'all going to love it because it bangs. It asks some serious, hard questions, and it got a nice little flow to it. So sit back, relax, and I don't know where you can find Jay, to be honest, but I know I'm going to play him more on the show. So if you want to listen to more Jay, listen to the chop up. This is where you can find him. Again, Sinner or Saint. Check it out. Yeah. Ain't nobody feel my struggle, they just watch my pain And time takes until we all wash away All these emotions that I keep locked away They tell me freedom in the mind, I tell them I'm just a shot away Got me wondering if I'm a sinner or a saint Should I even care what you motherfuckers think? Only God can judge me, yet nobody loved me Praying for the day that life changed for a G But until then, don't be mad if I'm running in these streets I'm just building an empire so my people leap Brick my brick, laying foundation On these beats, could be winter time, but I'm still gonna bring the heat Can't find success if you never seek Sitting at your desk five days out of the week Working in the kitchen trying to cook up a dream Ain't never been enough of what I need Am I a sinner or a saint? Show they what you think They said this fucking limits to this game Is this rap shit a gift or a sentence with exchange? Show they what you think Sinner or a saint? Am I a sinner or a saint? Show they what you think They said this fucking limits to this game Is this rap shit a gift or a sentence with exchange? Show they what you think Sinner or a saint? That's what I wonder every day Show they what you think it's what I wonder every day. Am I a sinner or a saint? It's what I wonder every day. Shout it what you think. It's what I wonder every day. Am I a sinner or a saint? Many on track, but they ain't keep it pace. Finally get the pot again, I'm passionately late. My dreams are bound to propel me through these states. Used to be another brother, just fighting another case. Now I'm just another brother, using mine to acquire cake. Talents in the world that they just couldn't estimate. Saying it's a grade in the system that discriminate. Country about to detonate, mad when I levitate. Out of this pit, bitch, I'm out of this world. White boy with a little bit of swirl. Serenade that ass till your girl's hoes curl. Dropping these tracks that I'm moving that work. Word to the wise, how you see me get your eyes. Sinner or a winner, I'm just trying to survive. Tunnel vision always keep me looking for the life. How we give a fine peace when living is a crime. Am I a sinner or a saint? Show it what you think. They said this fucking limits to this game. Is this rap shit a gift or a sentence with exchange? Show it what you think. Sinner or a saint? Am I a sinner or a saint? Show it what you think. They said this fucking limits to this game. Is this rap shit a gift or a sentence with exchange? Show it what you think. Sinner or a saint? It's what I wonder every day. Show it what you think. It's what I wonder every day. Am I a sinner or a saint? It's what I wonder every day. Shout it what you think. It's what I wonder every day. Am I a sinner or a saint? All right, all right, we back, y'all, and we just had some more dope music on the show. I'm really loving how people just sending in emails to the chop up email at gmail.com. I'm really feeling the love. We feeling the love. Keep sending Definitely. us those tracks, y'all. We want to put y'all out here, share your music, share your talent, and hey, hopefully you blow one day because the chopper put you on. <laughs> For real, though. You never know who might be listening to us. Seriously, we got listeners all around the world. So um, send that MP3 to the chop up email, gmail.com. Um, 
thechopupemail at gmail.com. Make sure you attach some of the info about where people can find you at and a little bit of information about yourself. And we'll try to get you on the show. If it's hot, we're going to play. Definitely, definitely. Period, point blank. Hey, so we about to roll into some excellence chop. <laughs> All right, first thing first, we just had a new NBA champion, the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors. Led by MVP. Coming straight out of Oakland. Uh I was so sour, <laughs> kind of not really, felt good in that time yeah. of time. But they are the champions, well, in uh, iron, not given. And um, yeah. they just had their parade. And one thing that was really interesting about the uh, the team is that they declined their White House visit, which I'm like, okay, I just became yeah. a yeah. A bigger fan of the team. A bigger, a bigger. I mean, like, and from what I understand, unanimously, the yeah. like the headline I read said it crossed the board. Niggas was like, "Huh, quit playing." Right, right, and yeah, and that's what we need. We need our athletes making these, these taking these stances. And it, what it was, it was a team though. You know, Curve's been outspoken about uh, mm-hmm. um, the current White House uh, administration's politics. Um, mm-hmm. players on the team and the fact that they were uni- unanimous with it um, is a beautiful thing and so there there won't be any pictures of Trump holding a, a 45 Golden State jersey so no we good no thank you I'm, that was cool like I was no, I, I was going for Cleveland I don't think Cleveland would have made that stance though I can't see them doing the same thing but who knows I mean I don't know I think I think Cleveland would have mm-hmm. you know this is the same um this is the same LeBron James who House just got. And, I mean, maybe it doesn't matter, but he was willing to stand up and talk about the fact that being black in this country it's is, hard. you know, hard for everybody. Right. You know, and it doesn't really – money doesn't save you. I think uh, a friend of mine who shared uh, – shout out to Sharon uh, up in Detroit – shared the um, – the article about him and her caption on it was the classic Kanye line. Even if you, uh, even if you in a binge, you still a nigga in a coop. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I think that is totally reflective of how LeBron James found himself just being like, okay, like I guess I'm not really. And I, he probably knew that he wasn't protected from these things. Yeah, I mean it's the same person. That, everybody know I don't fool with LeBron as a player. Um, I mean I fool with him as a player. He's a great player, he's the best player in the world. But I hate him because he kills all of my teams. <laughs> Um, he did it again this year. He he killed my Celtics or whatever. And so, in that world, like, LeBron, you know, did the whole I can't breathe shirts with Miami Heat mm-hmm. when, you know, that went down with Eric Garner. They, they, he's been a little bit selective at times, but for the most part, he's been right there on the front lines talking about and discussing things. So, I don't know if he would have been as quick to lead his team up there or to accept that type of invitation. I don't think his teammates would have either. You got JR, who don't look like he bought it. <laughs> you got... <laughs> Uh, shoot, who else is on that team? Kyrie. Mm. Look, look like he'll go ahead and do a spin move right on about the White House at any given minute. So, I don't know. I don't know. I will say um, the NBA is a lot different than the other um, professional leagues that exist in this Absolutely. country. Um, I think their approach to dealing with social issues, I think their positionality and proximity to a lot of these issues um, just kind of end up – changing their politics a little bit. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if the league has an overall stance or some emails have been sent, some memos have been sent. Like, we don't rock with this fool. Just want to take, say that. Thank you. Have a good season, Adam Silver. <laughs> wouldn't be surprised. Hey, it's a it's a big, big deal, though. So I'm, I was really happy to see that. Like, yes, yeah. take a stand. Don't don't visit. I actually was in D.C. recently, and we, we chose not to visit the White House. For what? We was like, we was like, Okay, we'll see everything else. So, but yeah, I mean that's that's dope. Champions, new new champions. I heard the parade was lit too. Oh, that's out there in Cali. You had some somebody went there, right? Well, yeah, I seen a couple people. Um, my boy, she uh, shout out to she took his son Siri, and then my girl Naya took her uh, Maya took her son um, Kai or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I got to see a whole bunch of the snaps and um, Instagram lives and Instagram pictures and stuff like that. Like very very up close to the float. I also follow like Javale McGee, so he was like taking a lot of snaps and doing a lot of crazy stuff. So mm-hmm. the commotion and the energy, even all the way down in L.A. in the L.A. area, is still you know buzzing because. The, the the state loves good basketball. If they can't have their lake show, mm-hmm. they'll take they'll take somebody else. They was right on the Clippers to best the move so they can have some new fandom. The Clippers didn't do it. So Golden State went ahead and said, We got y'all. And and so the state of California is definitely rejoicing. 
over um, such a beautiful win. Um, I'm not a Golden State fan. I am a hater on Kevin Durant and the move that he made. I am not a hater on him being the um, MVP because, I mean, he scored the buckets. He got, he the got that money. He, he, he got that money and he made the move. So do your thing, but, you know. Celtics 2018, baby. Celtics. Yeah, they got the first pick. Right? The first pick in the draft. They got the first. They got the first pick, um, which they probably probably gonna get Fultz. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I still think it got some time before they probably phase him out and move in another direction of development and building with the team. Um, but I'm a Celtics fan. I hate when Jay Crowder shoots threes, but I love when he does everything else. <laughs> um, I'm a big Avery Bat Bradley fan, um, and I believe that. Your boy Marcus Smart represents the pulse and the identity of what you expect the Boston Celtics to be. We're going to do some uncanny oh. stuff. We're going to play you on all and flop. of the goal. Y'all floppers. Yeah. Hey, listen. I'm not done giving his, him his I want to. I want to have listen. to interject. Listen. <laughs> okay. He is going to shoot the three ball. He's going to drive the lane. He got you a little mid-range. He got some trick shots and some random shit he going to do just out of desperation. He got some defense on you. Um... He is going to mess up. He's going to shack and fool it up a little bit. And he might fall on the floor. But if LeBron can do it, why can't he? Ask yourself that as you continue to head on this man because the Celtics are on the uptick. You feel oh, me? man. Yeah. We're rising again. We're rising again. Don't breathe too heavy. You might have an asthma. Yeah, I might. Marcus Morris from the from Don't the be. area. So I'm just like, come on, man. He just got to stop with the flops. Because yeah. I have a slight rooting interest in the, in the Celtics because of Jay Crowder was drafted by the Mavericks. And Marcus yeah. Smart is from here, and mm-hmm. I've, I've been an mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas fan, so mm-hmm. I'm just like, ah. But I just, I really can't get that past. Mean, you know, good, you know, good basketball when you see it. Don't fight that. You know what I'm they saying? They play great team basketball, which is that is um, that's great to see. And I think they really have a good shot. If they add like they have a good draft pick, and they get another piece, maybe like a uh, Gordon Hayward who played with Bradley. Uh, what's the coach name? The young guy. His name Bradley. It will come back. It will come back to me later. The head yeah, coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. Coach Bradley. Um, I mean, they they right there. So I mean, it'll be interesting to see what the league looks like. Bradley Stevens, Coach Stevens, Coach I'm Stevens. I'm sorry, Coach Stevens, but <laughs> I know Gordon Hayward played with him at Butler, so that's a possibility up in there. So I don't know. I want to see how the league's gonna shake up with with Golden State just just dominating what they did, you know, in the season yeah. and, and into the finals. So. I mean, I want to see what's up. One thing, though, I wanted to ask you, like, when seeing uh, Curry and Durant celebrate together, that was weird. I didn't expect to to feel like that. What? I don't know. What'd you think about that? Um, I mean, it's to be expected at this point. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? They've been celebrating small victories throughout the season, so I didn't really let it bother me as much as knowing what this means mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying they they were celebrating a winning formula definitely and i think that 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 winning formula is a scary one when you think about what you want as a basketball fan for the league to turn into so i mean do you think y'all want some stuff together but i am very much skeptical of what this means for the future of basketball like i just kind of am but i don't know i guess we can save the in-depth version of that conversation for like some sports right track. right um, um but shout out to golden state you know what i'm saying i did y'all thing um, Rihanna, you know, <laughs> held y'all down and supported you and pulled you through, pushed you through, propelled you to success, and I'm happy. Yeah. Um, that y'all was able to get the ring and get that get that trophy on top of the world. And declined a visit. The other. And huh? declined a visit. So shout out to Golden State. And declined a visit. Let's. That's that's really why y'all made it to the extra shop on this episode. Cause y'all said no. But mm-hmm. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Um, the second part though, part B of the excellence chop, I wanted to make sure we show some love to a beautiful young lady who is, or was, I think in Nigeria, because now she's quickly moving around to various countries and, um, is about to with a new modeling career. And that is, uh, Ola Jamo, let me see, Ola Jamoke Arisaguna. And I may have and probably did pronounce it wrong. I practiced it a couple times, but you know when you actually got to say it, you mess it up. It's all good. It's um, all good. But Olajumike Orisaguna, who recently walked into and earned a modeling contract after randomly being spotted in British rapper Tiny Tempa's uh, rap video, right? Yeah. So she's walking around doing her thing. And it's not just that she's walking around chilling. But, bruh, you saw the pictures. This lady had... What, three dozen at least. loaves of bread on her head? At, at least. least. I mean, you can only see it from one angle, so it's hard to count. But I'm looking at, I was looking at over 12 loaves of bread just from what I could see. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
she was walking around just randomly uh, in Nigeria. Minding her business. I think. Minding her business in whatever village, specific village it was. And he's shooting a video there, looking sharp, doing his thing. And she just photobombs him, basically. Slides into his business without knowing what's mm-hmm. up. And looks stunning. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I tell you, what, six, I'm sorry, three different, three three dozen loaves of bread on top of her head. Mm-hmm. Like, the posture, the poise, the grace, the finesse it takes to walk with stuff in my hands. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I look at her, and she just, you know what I'm saying, back straight, hair arched, focused on the way. And this is not intentional by any means. It's her living. And they took notice of that. She ended up getting um, into a modeling school or, like, an agency right. that teaches her modeling and etiquette and all the things you have to do to make it in that industry. Uh, what did you read about her children? Some, uh, yeah, yeah, bank. They so they moved into Lagos, the capital of Nigeria, and there's a bank okay. that's willing to pay for their, her children's schooling while they're mm. there. So it's just blessings on blessings for for a fam. So I believe they've already moved. And the power of staying in your yeah, life and minding your business. On. Hey, she did that, and now she got that. So um, that's that's amazing. You know, you never know. You know what can happen. You step out your door. Yeah, I mean, um, and I'm gonna try one more time to say her name. Shout out to Ola Jamoke Arisa Guna, who literally just dared to be herself. Just happened to be going to and fro. I think the article I read talked about how she was trying to just provide for her family. Um, she had some type of training in another industry, but ended up moving around and getting married, and just trying to literally put food on the table, not only hers but other people's, mm-hmm. uh, by carrying around this bread. And lo and behold, snap, 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 and there she is, killing it. So shout out to you, ma'am. Much a huge bow. Um, a lot of love and success. Hopefully, will come from what you do. Um, I, didn't you say she was on some some? Yeah, like a company? style magazine. I think that might be the name of the magazine, Style Magazine. Style Magazine. And she is gracing the cover there. I believe we have a post on our Facebook page. Facebook. This is yeah. the Chop Up. Check it out. Hey. Yeah. And. It's it's stories like this is, is really cool to me. So this is this is gonna yeah, change her life. They've been forever. all over my timelines. I've I've seen it on my Tumblr, I've seen it on my Twitter, I've seen it on my Facebook. You said it's gonna change your life forever. Yeah. yeah. In our children's lives. I, I definitely agree with that. So mind your business, this y'all. Might be in you. <laughs> for real. Mind your business with your fine yeah. self. You never know what might happen. Yeah. What might happen. Yeah, for real. Most definitely. Well, shout out to both of our excellence chop features. Definitely doing great things. No to the White House. Yes to being yourself. You already know what it looks like. We out of here with some more music. Let's jam real quick and we're going to come back with the last half of the show. All right, now, if nothing else gets you live, this next song coming up is going to get you live. It's coming from an artist by the name of DJ V, which is actually a show favorite at this point because he's been on like three or four times. But the song is called Basement. And it's perfect if you ever had any haters that didn't, you know, respect you, wasn't paying you no attention, and all of a sudden you had to show them, listen, I'm coming up from the basement. It's on a project called The Mad Mad Maniac, which releases on July the 10th, 2017, this summer, and will be available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, and everywhere else. So listen, this is DJV with Basement, Turn Up, Stand Up, Get Up, They Hating On You Coming From The Basement. You heard it first, right here on The Chop Up. Told bitches completely naked but Dreams turn to glass and reality has to break it Problems are popping back like zits, you gotta face it I lay up on the couch for a letter without a sheet or no heat I'm waking back up in my father's basement Didn't have a room or a door that came with a lock Open access to everything that I own Used to come home from working at Jimmy John's Opened up my drawer and $20 is gone I never had a house that I used to see as a home Ask many people, I'm used to walking alone I remember all the nights I was waiting out in the cold I screamed paying off without scooping it in the cold Teachers used to label me as another statistic Another case study that failed another bracket The rich white people might label me as a nigger While the kids used to call me a piece of shit and a faggot My father failed to show me how to fight for myself And constantly kept testing me like an ACT packet but when I see the people who kept killing my spirit Putting you in the dirt, I will never bury the hatchet This is for the people who never had self-esteem The ones who had a dream and the people broke into pieces The ones who always felt like a 
change your whole perspective on rearranging your thesis. I ain't trying to preach any gospel of motivation. Motivation is putting that middle finger replacement to all of the laughing faces that told you you'll never make it. Remember all the days you were coming up from the base. When the niggas in the hood used to put me down. I was coming out from the base, man. When the rich white kids used to spell my name. I was coming out from the base, man. From the basement, from the basement. I was sleeping in the cold, no cover, no sheet. So I'ma go eat while the world stay sleep. Young man, the young nigga preach. Amen. Young man, the young nigga preach. Young man, the young nigga preach. When the niggas in the hood used to put me down. I was coming out from the basement. When the rich white kid used to spit on my name. I was coming out from the basement. I came from a lot of bad places. But the worst one had to be the basement. Shit that I'm speaking will agitate. I'm bringing new heat that'll make the new wave evaporate. Back into the story of yours truly, I narrate. For me, your happiness did the worst to trying to communicate. All of them nights I was sick and tired of trying to wait for something good to happen. I'm pressing buttons to elevate. Back into the base of the basement as I initiate the menu for the million. I sit and wait with a dinner plate. Waking up the news of us getting evicted. I stayed in Auntie Jackie's and waited while I was riding. Days went by and they told me to get a job. Stepmother and father argued and they got the fighting. My mother was in Florida and so are my younger sisters. They wanted me to move. I wouldn't, but I declined I felt like it was something else that I'm searching to find As the pain in every day and night multiplied and combined My father needed help and the was the only option The streets tried to swallow me, but I fell in the vomit Pops always told me I'm close to being a star So much of a star, I could smack the rock up a comet I'm running through the days when the water ran out the faucet Shedding light on all the nights that we ran out of power Walking away from days where we heated the silly water With the rag and the soap for a couple days to shower I went from middle class to high class and lower I lived on every side that this planet could give an offer I handled every problem by working myself the hardest I didn't need a therapist, visit or any doctor I never had a Bentley or went to a private school I grinded through this life without following no college rosters I'm just a young black man trying to dodge the coppers Without the use of a trigger connected to any choppers I went from middle class to high class and lower I lived on every side of this planet, could give an offer I handled every problem by working myself the hardest I didn't need a therapist, visit or any doctor I never had a Bentley or went to a private school I grinded through this life without following no college rosters I'm just a young black man trying to dodge the coppers Without the use of a Connected to any chopper When the niggas in the hood used to put me down I was coming out from the basement When the rich white kids used to spit on my name I was coming out from the basement From the basement, from the basement I was sleeping in the cold, no cover, no sheet So I'ma go eat while the world stay sleep Young man, the act nigga preach, amen Young man, the act nigga preach, amen Young man, the act nigga preach When the niggas in the hood used to put me down I was coming out from the basement All right, everybody, we back. I already know you've been jamming, so make sure if you like the music that you've been hearing that you go check them out at the information I provided at the beginning of the song because you don't want to miss out. Make sure you go back, press rewind, do whatever you got to do. If you're listening to the chopped up versions of the show, don't worry about it. The whole show will be posted. It's on our SoundCloud and it's on Blog Talk Radio or just uh, Google the chop up. Yeah. Right? We on iTunes. We on everything. So you can catch all the music, all of the artists, all that information by going to all of our accounts on Facebook, on um, on Blog Talk Radio, on iTunes, on SoundCloud, all of that stuff. And if you have music on your own, don't forget, submit it to us and we'll get it on the show. The chop up email at gmail.com. The chop up email at gmail.com. Send your MP3s, send your contact information, um, and send us what we need to know to be able to uh, talk about you correctly before the song begins and we'll make sure it gets you on the show. It just has to be hot. That's our only rule. Hey, That's send it. That fire. That's it. That's it. But you know, especially for the summer. Because if you got hot music for the summer, we need that. Like, I need my summer yeah. jams. I'm trying to get them up. I'm trying to get them figured out. Um, I'm desperate. If you got some music out there you want to put me on, make sure to comment uh, somewhere. And I'll find it on any of these uh, outlets. But even outside of the mov- music, we got to look to the movies. I love a good summer movie. Definitely. You know Definitely. what I'm saying? Like, those summer broadcasts. Uh, blockbusters, rather. So, let's jump into some entertainment, y'all. <laughs> All right. So, summer movies for 2017. Some of them looking pretty lit. Um, I saw a pretty exhaustive list, and I know you and I both kind of combed through to see the stuff we were interested mm-hmm. in. But the big movie making splashes today is the Tupac uh, biopic, which is called All Eyes on Me. Mm-hmm. And before we even get into the movie, happy birthday, Tupac, 
right? Happy birthday. Because today is the homie, uh, the homie Tupac's birthday. Thank you for being, you know, first of all, a fellow Gemini, but second of all, such a big uh, role model for our generation and for art, for hip hop, for all of that. Uh, Oz on me is in theaters today. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been seeing, hearing a whole lot of the buzz back and forth about it. It, a couple people saw sneak previews or releases of it starting Wednesday. Yeah. And so from there, um, I've kind of been seeing a lot of different back and forths about that. You were excited to see this movie or how you feel? Oh, definitely excited to uh, see this. I remember when Tupac died, I was, you know, obviously, what was I, seven years old? And I just remember it, yeah. everybody, all the grown folks were shook. And just seeing that mm-hmm. impact that he had and even as I got older, reading his poetry and then going back to the albums and watching the interviews, it's like, man, this man was 26 years old and changed the world. And, you know, I definitely want to see the movie and just and, and sure. be able to digest that 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 person. And so, I mean, with a, with a certain level of maturity, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean... He, you talked about the, mo- the 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 books and you know the poetry and we've had access to you know different movies that he's been in Juice Poetic Justice yada 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 mm-hmm. um, and we can kind of start to piece together who he was from the interviews but it's something about just having somebody sustain you know his mannerisms how he talks how he moves some of the stuff he went through that really starts to crystallize it's kind of like Selena mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like I love that's probably my fa- my favorite biopic and I can learn about Selena a whole bunch of different ways listen to the music I live in Southern California I can just probably ask a piece some people some questions about you know their their love and connection to selena you live in texas where she was right. from you know what i'm saying like it, there's a lot to be said but it's something about that movie that really kind of took my fandom to a whole nother level so i i i've honestly heard different perspectives about it a lot of people say 10 out of 10 gotta see it i think some of the ratings or the rankings that it got are not as good right. but i still think it's probably gonna be it's, it's, it's telling a story. At the very least, I'm going to get a little bit more knowledge about, you know, somebody as, as epic right. as Tupac. So I think it's going to be Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to, to see it. And even uh, you heard about the Jada Pinkett's, uh, she thought she was misrepresented in the movie. Like Yeah, I saw you. Yeah, you, you said something like, about that. You know, um, some of her tweets read, uh, like, Pac never read me that poem, so I guess there's a scene where she, he reads her a poem that, I guess, never happened. She didn't even know it existed mm. until the, it was printed in his book. Uh, she never said goodbye to me before leaving for L.A. Um, like, little details like that. So, uh, I mean, as we know, it's Hollywood, and they tend to uh, create their own story while trying to, you know, maintain some, some entertainment value. So, just be aware of that. I mean... But I still that doesn't definitely. I mean, but that's that's all movies. exactly. So that doesn't deter me from wanting to see it. Just you just got to know that what you're dealing with when you when you're talking about Hollywood and, and film. So, but still, still, just a charismatic social force that I'm just. It's, it seemed like it would have been out already. So that's that's dope that yeah. it's out now. So we'll definitely be going to. Check and I think out. too, you saying you you think it'd be out already because we've been talking about Tupac's <clears throat> excuse me life and death since he died. In a whole bunch of different ways, whether it was whether or not he was really dead, and mm-hmm. you know him releasing music after he had died, to um, you know what I'm saying, a whole bunch of Tupac's lookalike lookalikes popping up. To remember the, the hologram that showed up at Coachella, mm-hmm. um, a whole Tupac has never left our social memory. I mean, people with tattoos, or they be the Thug Life tattoo across their stomach, or literal portraits of tattoos. You see a lot of those, mm-hmm. like in general, and I think. Um, people have just always kind of fallen in love with him. I, if I'm not mistaken, it's mistaken. What's his, what's his last name? Demetrius. Do you remember Ooh, his last name? The the, the name of the the actor who was portraying him. Ooh, give me one sec. I thought I had it written down. Um, it's all good. Well, because while you look for that, I, I watched a, a video of him um, being interviewed on Jimmy Fallon, and he was talking about the fact that this this movie took like they started recording in like 2011, so it took six seven years just to put out. Yo. Um, as as a work of art, and so that's why. Did you did you find his last name? Demetrius Ship. Demetrius Ship. So Google him, look for him. I don't know if this will open up more doors for him to for him to do things that are not associated with looking like Tupac. Right, but, he looked just um, like him. Basically, <laughs> um, especially with the bald head, hair cut off, nose ring. He looks. Just well, he like said Tupac. he ain't cutting up his hair. They put on like a little ball cap. Yeah, oh, I think wow. I saw it on Instagram. He's like, nah, I ain't cutting that fade. Yeah, because you cut that hole yeah. off and you get to a certain age, it depending don't on where you at in your hair life. Yeah, <laughs> it might not, it might not ever come back to the no more. He might look at his brothers and his uncles and cousins nah. and was like, um, nah. no, nigga, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. 
I'm good. We're going to put this little smooth cap on here and we're going to say action yep. and I'm going to just get right, it off. Right, right. I'm not mad not at that at all. Coming from a bald brother. <laughs> <laughs> Much love, man. You rock it well. You know what I'm saying? Don't get it twisted. If y'all don't know what Kanji look like, make sure y'all get on that Facebook page. That boy shining. Hey, it looks good on you. you. It looks thank good you, on sister. you. Absolutely. Last thing I say before we get off of uh, Tupac and go to some other movies. Word on the street is that you should not go into this trying to compare it to Notorious, which is the um, movie came out a couple years ago about maybe 2014 about Biggie. Um, if you try to do that, you will be disappointed. You will not like it. So go watch it with an open mind this summer. Chill out with it as fast as movies end up. Even the good movies end up in Redbox and stuff like that. These days, mm-hmm. you should have access to it, even if you don't catch it in film. So, uh, check out All Eyes on Me. The other movie, though, um, even outside of that one, that we were excited about was Detroit, which features um, a lot of black people and tells the story of the Detroit riots that happened in the summer of 67. Yes. And this movie does not come out until August the 4th. Right. So it's a little bit more time. You got to wait to see that. That's more so. I guess summer is not over until September. So that's kind of a midsummer joint mm-hmm. right there. But I'm pretty excited to check out that movie. Yeah. I mean, I was reading the, or oh, watched the trailer and, and I was like, I really don't know much about the Detroit riots, surprisingly for me, yeah. someone that wants to know about our history and things that happen in this country. So um, that'll be very much an educational process watching that for film sure. and. You know, reading the backstory about that, but that definitely does look exciting and and telling our story that happened in Detroit. So, and then and then old buddy that's in it was the one in Star Wars, right? Yep. I don't know his name. Yeah, he was in the Star Wars reboot. Um, right. One of the main characters. I find his name real quick, but yeah, I mean, he seemed like he's making a name for himself, and that is uh, John Boyega. Okay. I may have mispronounced his yeah. name, but you know he seems to be one of those young black rising actors um, that's going to be out there for a while. Only twenty five years old, so you know he he a lot of good stuff probably coming. Oh from yeah, him. oh yeah. So that'll be definitely something to check out uh, late summer. So you doing Star Wars and you telling a legendary black story? Yeah, that, yeah. All uh, right, you know what I'm saying. You ain't being ty- typecasted into nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, just yeah. I mean, you, black people have to tell our stories about our experiences, but you haven't been. Labeled a gangster, a thug, or maybe you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like that's lit. It's an, that's lit. Another British actor. Okay, I didn't know he was yeah, British. Yeah, so they they be sneaking in here, and they really good at like um, hiding their accent. Like mm-hmm. I just, for me, act with actors and actresses, that is amazing how you can portray a role and you know create an accent or disguise your accent, like. It just Elba is 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 great mm-hmm. at it. You know what I'm saying? Like I really, he went from you know doing the wire and being that you know person to doing uh, Luther and speaking in his regular voice to doing a whole bunch of um, other projects and being you know the love interest in this movie, that movie, and the next, mm-hmm. uh, and chilling. So I, it's it's very impressive. It's it's great to see black art artistry across the board you know what i'm saying white people ain't the only people who can play with their voices and do different accents and be different people we can shape shift too we can do it all too right right and um i think that's amazing to see so august the 4th is that movie for the rest of them um a lot of them just have me generally excited i definitely am a person who will go to a movie by themselves um i think i got for a gift like a little gift card with i think it had like 25 30 dollars on it so oh, i already spent half nice. of it yeah, on one little movie trip, and I think I got me a free little movie ticket. So I'm definitely that person who will go sit up in there by myself. I go with a friend. I go with a group of friends. I love to watch a good movie. Um, so what are some other movies you had on your list? You finish yours. I'll run down mine, and then we can give the people something to look forward to um, in the weeks. I think for me, the the main two that I'm looking forward to watching this summer is the uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. I think that may be the finale of the movie, but I've been really intrigued by that story. Um Hail Caesar in his mug. Um, right on. <laughs> that's I mean that's really been an interesting story, and I really want to see how they how they wrap that up. Or you never know these days if they're going to continue that. But really excited to see that one. It seems to be coming to a, yeah. a apex of the 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 struggle between the apes and the human being. So, and if you mm-hmm. know about the old movie, the Planet of the Apes was just out there. The there was a Planet of Apes. So. Maybe that's the, this is the prequel to it. I don't know, but 
that'll be mm-hmm. dope to see that. And then uh, Spider Man Homecoming. Um, I know it's been tons mm-hmm. of Spider Man since like 2002, but this is the first time we've seen uh, Spider Man be a part of the Marvel universe, which in this story is going to coincide with the the uh, Civil War, which they debuted the new Spider Man. And it's really interesting because they're going to have uh, Tony Stark in it, which is Iron Man. And um, I don't know. I want to see how that story is going to develop. And cause Spider-Man is a, a big piece of what's going to happen in the future movie. So uh, I know people. some people were sick of Spider-Man. Just keep an eye out on this one because I think that the, sure. the Civil War storyline does a much better of like humanizing the characters and just they're just much better at just creating a engaging story like i just watched uh guardians of the galaxy maybe last month or so and it was mm-hmm. just just a great great movie great characters great storyline um so i think that's something i hope that they they uphold this with the spider-man movie so that's that's like the main two that i'm i'm looking forward to plus the detroit movie at the end of the summer um, I think Spider Man's mm-hmm. coming up, and then Spider Man Homecoming. Did you already say the date? No, for that I didn't. One? I didn't. You got the date on it? July the seventh. So July the seventh. Soon, and then War for the what are the about the Planet of the Apes? I did I, not look up. That was that coming up though. I think it's right after the Spider Man movie, so maybe late June. I mean, late July. So yeah, let's look. Planet of the Apes, twenty seventeen. This movie actually comes out on July fourteenth. Yeah, July fourteenth. Yep. Yeah. So. So those are your July movies a little bit. Hit them up. Most definitely. The seventh and the fourteenth. Well, me, um, all eyes on me. Detroit Auto sound cool. Spider Man, like you said, sounds lit. Um, and the previews have generally looked mm-hmm. good. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it just based on the pre off the previews. Planet of the Apes is something I never really got into. Um, but I've also heard decent things. Always heard decent things about. It. So I feel like maybe I should start watching some of yeah, them. Yeah, watch the and first one. Kind of get yeah. And, and see how I feel about kind of getting into it. I feel like I've sat through some Planet of the Apes, though. Maybe not a whole movie, but I didn't hate it. I just don't remember being like, oh, I'm about to sit down and watch mm-hmm. it. So, I'll get into it. The movies that I'm looking forward to, um, number one, or maybe not number one, but include Despicable Me 3, which is coming out. Shout out to Gru. Shout out to those Minions. Mm-hmm. I'm more a fan of Despicable Me, the movies, than I am like the Minions movies and the characters and stuff like that. Because I just don't feel, they don't talk. Like they just make noise right. and like they kind of talk or make talky sounds or whatever, but it's just it's it's silly to me to to try to craft a whole industry around it. But it's not for me. It's for little kids who like little random bright things that make noise. So yeah. that being said, in terms of what entertains uh, Toya G, uh, that would be kind of limited to Despicable Me as the branded series. And so they coming out with a third installment. Gru apparently has a brother that looks like. He's like blonde. Like Gru doesn't have any hair. If you know anything about the the main character, who's like the lovable villain, if you will, he like is bald and wears a lot of gray and black and is mean but lovable and nice and straightforward and like a, a Scrooge sometimes at the same time. But is really compassionate. And apparently he has a brother or a twin, if you will, that is like blonde and wears all white and is really just like this Fabio esque. Um, maybe even not that, but this like metrosexual like character. <laughs> Who, <laughs> I, who really knows, you know, and who cares what he does in terms of his actual gender and sexual representation. But he's just like the polar opposite. So I want to see how he gets down and see how he does this thing. Um, that movie comes out on June 29th. So that's the end of this month. Um, excuse me. I never really got into this series, but I am going to try to see. Excuse me. Again, this movie, Transformers, The Last Night. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot about that one. I'm, I love a lot of bang and a lot of boom. You I forgot what? about that one completely. Yeah, it comes out on June 21st, and it, this sounds like it's going to be the last of the series or whatever, so I'm going to probably check out the Transformers movie and see what's up. Um, Baby Driver is a movie. Um, I guess the main character's name is Baby, and he is a driver, and his job <laughs> is to like drive. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's assassins or killers or good people or bad people or whatever, but he is just it's about him being like an action driver. So I love a good action movie. I love driving movies. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to peep them out, watch Baby Driver do. That's got a Jamie Foxx in it and Kevin Spacey. Some pretty yep. good actors. It's, it look, the cast look like it's going to be pretty decent. Um, and the guy who was playing Baby, I'm not too familiar with who he is, but that, this may be a breakout role for him. So 
Hey, let's That's get it. Fresh face. That's June twenty eighth. Um, as a black woman, I feel um, committed to repping this movie and at least giving it a chance to see what's up. Only because I've also seen previews for it. I feel like for like the year. I feel like I've been seeing previews for this movie, Girls Trip, since like last year. Ah, uh, yeah. And have you have you bumped into the, some of those? Yeah, online? I mean, it's been a while since it, I it includes, saw the preview, but thought it was out. Yeah. I thought it was out already too, but it doesn't come out until July 21st. And this movie includes Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, Tiffany Haddish, and uh, mm-hmm. Regina Hall. And they are doing the legendary shtick, movie shtick of let's get some friends together, send them on a trip and see what happens. <laughs> uh, which I feel like is super trite. There's also a woman, uh, there's all, also a white woman movie coming out called Rough Night. Um, with I think a similar premise mm. where uh, like four or five white women get out get together go out for a night on the town and a whole bunch of foolishness ensues. I that story is dead to me like yeah. that general storyline. And there's only so many ways you can flip it up and make it fun. But hopefully, um, with the great acting chops of Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett Smith, Tiffany Haddish, and Regina Hall, it can be popular. Hey. So and it's got Lorenz Tate and then Luke Cage, mm-hmm. Mike Coulter in there. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> right yeah, on. So they, I don't know. We'll so, see. Some, some nice things to see. Um, the last movie I was going to touch on that I'm actually looking forward to just because I think it has two actors that I kind of appreciate. I don't know how they're going to play off of each other, but it still might be good. Uh, the Hitman's Bodyguard um, is coming out on August the 18th, and this is starring, uh, what's this man's name? Ryan Reynolds uh, and Deadpool. Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, that's going to be a great combination. I, I mean, I'm hoping so. I love Samuel L. Jackson because it's like an assassin killer action movie too and he's been killing those here lately like all the movies i've come up with him bumped into him in and these are some like not even huge highly popularized movies but samuel jackson ain't missing no checks baby he pop up in everything i feel like and i love him in everything i love him yelling at people i love him cussing um i love him (laughs) being himself i also love him having you know developed nice characters that are not just kind of caricatures of the angry black man or the loud black man but are like I can act my ass off. Yeah, he Love played him. Uncle Tom, too. Yes, he can. And we know he did. Lord Jesus, he's, you know, perfect material for memes across oh, the world. Oh, I just saw his face. <laughs> but uh, Ryan Reynolds is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can also act. He acts pretty well as well. And so I want to see what this movie looks like just because I know it's going to be some comedic moments in there mixed with a lot of good action, mixed with some decent acting. So The Hitman's Bodyguard, which comes out on August 18th, I think that is the latest um, release that I mentioned here, but all of these movies, uh, a general Google search, um, press and rewind. You can catch uh, some of these movies that we're interested in, um, and some of the dates for them, but go check them out. Go watch you a nice little movie. Yo. You know, if it, it's expensive now, movies, yeah. the price of tickets and stuff like that is going up. Oh yeah. We won't lie. So you need to make sure you're prepared to sneak your snacks in purses, bags, backpacks, things of that nature. Get those Get creative. Um, Get creative, make plans to go watch the movies, not necessarily on the Thursday, Friday, or Saturday night. Um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday afternoons are great um, mm-hmm. for decent pricing. Your tickets would be probably about $3 cheaper than they would be if you got them um, on those high traffic times. And uh, it's hot. So go get you some air, air conditioning real quick, mm-hmm. boo. Go get you some AC. <laughs> go sit up in there. That's definitely, I mean, back in simpler times when movies were a little less expensive, my sister used to be like, hey, Come on, niggas. Y'all get on my nerves. You're going to go to the movies. That way, y'all got to be right. quiet. And it's air. Oof. What hey, up? Man. So, go see a movie. Go kick it. Tell your family. Tell your friends. Uh, Tupac, Detroit, Spider-Man, Despicable Me, Transformers, Baby Driver, Girl Trip, The Hitman's Bodyguard, and Planet of the Apes. Those are our suggestions for you uh, coming into your summer 2017. You did. Hey. Yo, shout out to the so, Black Panther trailer too. I know it's next year, but yeah, but yeah I was I was geeked out about yeah. that. Yeah. So, so when it comes out, when uh, twenty eighteen, early twenty eighteen. So, you know that'll be here before we know it. How how time goes by yeah. these days, but yeah, I'm just ready to see a, a black nation depicted in a powerful and respectable light. You know. Absolutely. So, yeah, be ready for that one. I was tripping out when I saw it though. So. And when it. When it actually does hit, you already know we're going to be on it, um, talking about it, kind of getting ready for it, getting on the buzz of it. So, Black Panther 2018 is coming soon, and it looks real oh, good. Oh, yeah. Damn good. It looks real good. Well, shoot. 
Um, we out this thing. I think we good. This has been the episode of the Chopper. This has <laughs> been the episode of the Chopper. Nah, but really, that summer life has us on the go. I know you got some moves to make. I got some moves to make. But just to take a moment out to jump back in with our people and uh, chop it up with y'all has been everything to me. So stay tuned on here. This summer, we are back going into the fall, going into the spring. We just had to take a quick hiatus, but don't even worry about that because we coming to you with, um, you know, all the discussion, all the back and forth, all the debate, all the... Uh, we need to debate more, Cameron. Too. We need to disagree on some things. Yeah, on this thing. that way we rarely <laughs> like disagree on stuff. I think we see different we perspectives at the time, but let's. We don't. Yeah, miss. we need someone. Yeah, I, that'll be good. Let's think about that. Just know we always gonna be mixing it up. I don't even think we necessarily got to disagree about stuff, but we are gonna keep it hot. Yeah. Um, bringing you all the topics, all the information, all the dialogues that make uh you kind of sit back and go hmm, a little bit. That's all we trying to do is shoot that shot. You feel me? Definitely. Um. If you got music, send it to us. The chop up email at gmail.com. The chop up email at gmail.com. And that's all I got. KG, what you got for the people? I ain't got nothing. I'm over here sweating. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Well, let's get around. Let's go find a pool or something. <laughs> I think people finna come over and throw some stuff on the grill for my birthday. So I know I'm about to chill. Shout out to all my Geminis out there. Before it's all said and done, y'all know who run the world. We out here. Happy birthday. Thank you. We out this thing. It's been a chop up. It's your girl, Tell you G. Hey, Cam G, the coolest. We love y'all. And we out this thing. This is the chopper. This is the chopper. This is the chopper. But no one can do it like her. My name is Cam G, the coolest. Allow me to do the honor. I'm with my sister Toya G, and she's straight out of KC. Moved to the West Coast, but still gon' keep it G. We got together to give the people something that's free. The chop up should come off organically, cause on the mic, on the phone, we gon' have these conversations anyway. And make sure you chop it up with us on the social media. And you can chop up any day, cause you can stream us in any place. And didn't I say I was Cam?